0: Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. I'm delighted to host this podcast and share key trends and innovations for each of the 25 industries we serve. At SAP, we like to say that we speak the language of our customers, and this language is industry. We've been supporting all industries for more than 50 years now, and it's exciting to launch this podcast and discuss with industry experts the business value that they get from our solutions. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the industry insights by SAP podcast. My name is Tom Raftery. And with me on the show today, I have my special guest, Domen. Domen, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Sure, Tom. Uh, So hello, everyone. My name is Domen Rakowitz. I work for SAP. I've been working now here for almost eight years. I started in 2014, January um in the central eastern europe um, and immediately i started to work for telco as a business developer actually and then uh, in a couple of years uh, i took over all the industries in the central eastern europe and after this uh, for some time i even took over the Um, The pre-sales in the Central Eastern Europe and now for the last three years um, I have a position of a general manager for the services industries for the MEE so a lot of the acronyms but basically services industry stands for all the industries um, which are in the uh, covering telecommunications travel transportation professional services media um, uh, sport entertainment um, and uh, ECNO which stands for the engineering, constructions and operations. And um, I guess everyone in SAP knows the MEE is Middle Eastern Europe. Uh, so it's the dark region, Central Europe and the CIS countries. So that's that's uh, my story in SAP. But um, actually before that, before that uh, I was working in the Mariah telcos, uh, mainly in the IT. I was uh, like a, as a CIO working in a couple of uh, companies. Um, I also had my own company for five years working on the uh, service proxy. That uh, sounds very the service and billing proxy. But at that time, it was really funny because 20 years ago, we didn't have this access to the Internet uh, over our mobile devices. Right. So we sent SMSs like you send SMSs with the keyword, uh, let's say weather. And then you get back the weather forecast or you send the SMS with the text, I don't know, TV program and you got the program back. And actually what we did at that time, we did this billing proxy, which made possible to charge this content. This We called it value added content at that time. So that, that was also one of my good experience having my own company. Nice. And yeah. I, I was working also for Ericsson for a couple of years, being up there in uh, Stockholm um, and then also in Ireland, in Dublin for, for almost one year, um, working only on the mobile telephony at that time. So this is my uh, story, professional story. Otherwise, I'm based in Slovenia, which is a small, tiny little country between Austria, Italy, Croatia. Uh, it's a very nice country, so I do recommend to all the listeners who haven't been here just to visit us.
0: <laughs> and that, that was brought to you by the Slovenian Tourist Board. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. When I ended now, I, I, I found out that it, hurts. it sounded really really <laughs> touristic.
0: <laughs> it's it's alright. You were in my home country, Ireland, as well, so uh, that that's where I'm from originally, although I live in Spain now, uh, so no, uh, we should also talk up Ireland and how brilliant Ireland is, but uh, let's 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 move on to the actual topic that we're here to discuss today we're here to talk about telco and Mm -hmm. uh you've been working in that space as you've outlined for many years now uh and it's a it's a space that has changed enormously i mean to your point about you know sending single word sms's like football results or something like that and getting back We've gone from that to now having mobile devices with everything on them. They're displacing video cameras. They're displacing uh, scanners. They're displacing our internet connection. We, we get everything. We, we watch movies on them, the whole thing. How, so how has that impacted the telco industry today? What's the telco industry today like versus what it was like 20 years ago?
1: It's very much different, I would say it's very very much different, but the reality of the telcos is like this, or the truth of the telco is that in the last 10 years, decade or so, uh, the data usage really increased uh, a lot a couple of times increase in compared to 10 years ago also the number of subscribers and users of the of the network almost everyone in this planet is using and having a mobile phone or any kind of a connection to the to the internet
0: some even have two
1: exactly but on the other hand the revenue is actually declining for the telcos So the revenue goes down or it's stagnating for the last 10 years. And this is a problem for the telcos. Uh, They didn't really expect this because they have invested... A lot of money in the third generation of the network, in the fourth generation of the network. Now they are investing in the fifth generation of the network, but uh, they paid enormous amount for the licenses mm. for the frequency spectrums. They paid enormous amount of money for the networks. Uh, they, they need to maintain these networks, but the revenue is going down. And now imagine... I mean, if if I compare myself 10 years ago, I was paying pretty much the same amount of money for my monthly subscription as I'm paying today. It's uh, It could be 50, 70 euros or 100 euros. Let's say 100 euros. And what did I get for 100 euros 10 years ago? And what do I get for 100 euros today? I, I'm getting pretty much everything today. Access to the internet, video on demand. I mean, TV, everything. 10 years ago, exactly, I was sending SMSs. Weather. Yeah. <laughs> TV program and I was paying the same. So this is a huge problem for the telcos, but this is actually not the the only problem. The problem is also that somebody else is earning money on their network And these are not telcos. And actually those are the guys, we call them over the top players. So those are actually um, Netflix, uh, Apple, Amazon, uh, Google. Those guys are actually getting a lot of revenue from the subscriptions that they are are charging to the end subscriber. But how they can reach the end subscriber? It's through the telco network. Mm. So actually they are using Telco network for their services. That's why we also call them over the top. And now if I imagine again myself, when I said before I'm paying, I don't know, hundred euros per month for the um, uh, Telco subscription, but on the other side, I'm paying 10 euros, for the, um, I don't know, for the Apple Music. I'm paying another 10 euros uh, for the Netflix. I'm paying 10 euros for the Amazon Prime and so on. At the end of the day, I'm paying more to those over the top players than I'm paying to the local network provider, which they invested so much money into this. And this is where actually telcos are today. They didn't figure out what to offer so far? What to offer on the market, so they can play. They can play the role. What Netflixes, uh, Apple's, uh, Amazon's, and th- these guys are playing. So I think that they telcos they need to to become digital providers. They need to become. Uh, technology providers. So not only connectivity providers as they were until now. So this is the kind of a current status of a telcos that uh, from from as I can see it. How do they do that? Well, there are different, different angles uh, uh, if we look into this. So I think that some of the telcos, they will really stay uh, where they are today. They will stick to the To the core business Mm -hmm. and um, i would call these guys a kind of a connectivity providers because they will keep to what they are doing right now and uh probably they will really make their operation very lean and they can make some profit out of this so this is one one uh uh uh, one type of uh of a future telcos the other the other ones are a kind of a combination or let's call them Kind of a connectivity plus. So um, they already plan to sell and offer uh, services such as I don't know, software-defined wide area networks, or multi-access edge computing, or any other digital services. So those are the other type of the telcos that. They they approach uh, from this, this angle. Uh, the third type of a telcos is, I would even call them industry orchestrator. So those are the telcos which which they would like to offer end-to-end services for the end uh, for the end industry. And those are really the one that are are will get the most out of the the network. That how how I see. So this is one one angle, um, but definitely telcos they will have to. Uh, the priorities of the telcos are actually to, to, to put the customer first. So to, to really to concentrate on the customer. So that's one. Uh, secondly, to, to do this operational excellence. So to really to, to, to make their operations very efficient, um, to, to get the new revenue streams. That's another. And, uh, of course, to, to, to offer also this intelligent connectivity. So those are the areas where where they can definitely expand the, this telcos. If I take a look on the um, on these two segments, let's take one segment, business to customer, and the other business to business. Uh, and if we take a look on the business to customer, I think that they will need to the telcos. They will need to offer some kind of a, uh, enhanced. Um, <laughs> I can say enhanced business-to-customer experience. So, um, what what they will offer to me, what I don't have today, um, streaming video on demand. Okay, I already have, but maybe the bandwidth will 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 offer me better uh, uh, experience. Um, they can offer those bundles with the uh, with the live sports, uh, with the live events. This is something that let, let's say that. Um, I can have a license for a Formula One that I can check in my uh, that I, I can take a look and I have it in my monthly subscription or maybe music subscription. So I don't have to go to the Apple Music, but I will have this through my local telco operator or the gaming, uh, the gaming platform, the um, cloud gaming, which can be offered in my monthly subscription. So those are all the the, the bundles that telcos can offer me as a customer mm-hmm. to as a business to customer but on the other hand when we are talking about the business to business and by the way this is the huge segment which is not discovered from the telcos um i think that when we are talking about the business to business there's a lot to do for the telcos they need to diversify experiences for the small and medium business for example they need to address um, cross industry solutions for the different industries and they are really good at i don't know in the billing i mean telcos are good in billing so why why wouldn't they offer billing to the external uh, industries um they are really good at iot and sensorics because they have connectivity so why why they don't offer this to the to the retailers to the travel transportation to logistic companies so this is something that they definitely uh, Needs to go. So this is the way. But, you know, there's no one recipe for all of the telcos. So mm-hmm. I think that they are now touching the, the, the markets and different countries, different ways to go. But this, what I said, I think that those are the main trends in the telco. M- maybe one more uh, thing that they definitely need to touch. It's the organization itself. So the telcos they were not and they are not organized to offer something else on the market. They are really concentrated on their core business. Now, if they want to offer these new services, if they want to really become a digital service providers, I think that they need to to need to reorganize, to reshape, they need to expand their business to business departments. And in some cases, I think that they need also to clearly cut the line between the network and the commercial part of the telco, because those are two completely different businesses. And uh, some of the telcos are already in this path to extract this network part as a completely separate company and the commercial part as a separate company. This is just a little a few thoughts about where telcos are going, how they will uh, behave on the market and where are their niches. But under the line, I think that all these telcos uh, or connectivity service providers, as we call them, they need to to go into the, to provide digital services. They need to, to, to become a technology providers.
0: Yeah. They need to diversify is what you're saying. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Interesting. And I mean, we've all heard that, you know, we're moving to 5G. Uh, if I turn off Wi-Fi on my phone here, the mast about, you know, three or 400 meters over that direction, for example, is actually broadcasting 5G now and it, it shows up on my device. How is that? How is that impacting telcos and, and, and the likes of me, the telco customer? How, how is that going to impact us?
1: So maybe first of all, just a couple of words regarding those generations, because uh, not for everyone, it's clear what is the 2G, 3G, 4G and so on. But just to, to in short, somewhere in 90, in 91, we had this, uh, we call it Nordic mobile telephony. Mm-hmm. You have to be really old to remember this. <laughs> I, I remember, unfortunately. <laughs> but that was analog technology <laughs> and after that in 91 there was a second generation of the telephony and we called it gsm and this is the word that's or this acronym that we have in our head and that was at that time was this for telephony and the uh, SMSs. so that was the second generation then third generation it came sometimes in around 2000 2001 and um, it brought also the smartphones and we had pictures we have uh, VAP portals and so on so that was the first generation where we had access to the internet Mm -hmm. with this it, it was one of the let's say standardization under this was called UMTS. So somebody would say 3G, somebody would say UMTS. But and after this, we went into the fourth generation, which we are mainly all the users globally are using now the fourth generation of the network or the LTE is the standard uh, that is uh, for the fourth generation. And um, we had uh, audio video connections. We started with the machine to machine connection, but the common ground for all those generations is that that was the target were the customers so customers and now if we are talking about the fifth generation um, we have internet of things we have a high available networks we have uh, a tactile internet we have um, gigabits per seconds we have uh, connected devices and all this and this is this is for the industries so this you and me we are not the target uh, customers but the business to business segment is and this is something that will definitely change um, the focuses for uh, the focus for uh, for the telcos and this is something that I mentioned before that they will need to to, to go to the Industries and offer to them end-to-end solutions for the retailers, end-to-end solution for the travel transportation, end-to-end solution for the uh, manufacturers, and this is where uh, telcos can actually go with the 5G because this is the technology that provides them with all the power to do this kind of a let's say activities that they couldn't do before i mean we are talking about uh, 20 gigabits per second. i mean this is this is much much more than we had in the 4g we are talking about the latency and this is very important uh, information which is one to five let's say milliseconds i mean don't want to bother you too much with the numbers but these are important numbers that can, the, the technology could be used for something completely different as it was used uh, uh, until now. And there are maybe four maybe four different technologies inside the 5G that are important. So one is this mobile edge computing, um, which is a kind of a network architecture concept that enables cloud computing capabilities and IT services at the edge of the cellular network. So this is one one capability of a 5G. The second one is the network slicing, which means that the telcos will have opportunity to offer in this geography, in this slice, completely different KPIs as they will provide in a different slice or in a different maybe geography. So if you have a company, if you have a firm, uh, which needs uh, this and that KPIs, Telcos will offer just for you, uh, this kind of SLA and so So then we have this uh, massive MIMO, it's called like a multiple input, multiple output, it's a method for multiplying the capacity, don't want to go too much there, but th- this is another uh, um, function or feature of the 5G and uh, low latency, as I already mentioned before. So those are all the functionalities in the 5G that will really change the, the game uh of the telco operators but then again will they allow others to earn money on the top of this like it was in the 3g and 4g or they will go themselves into this it's up to them i just think and hope so that they will be strong enough <laughs> and fast enough to become these digital service providers and to address industries with the 5g uh, soon enough
0: I see as well the, the rollout of private five G networks in industry, for example. How does that how does that play with telcos? How
1: does that, how, how do those two things come together? Five G campuses. This is completely private five G environment where uh, doesn't have to be connected to telco at all. Mm-hmm. It's something that uh, big companies like uh, Volkswagen, for example, or um, Lufthansa Techniques, Uh, There are some companies that they want to have their own environment with the 5G because the reliability of the 5G, the speed of the 5G and so on. It's much better than the Mm Wi-Fi. So they wanted to have this, but under completely their own domain because the security is better. So all the parameters are better. So this goes actually hand in hand because also these private campuses, at the end of the day, could be connected to the to the uh, local telco provider and then further on to the world so it's a it's a fun story and um it's we are on the beginning uh, when it comes to this interesting interesting
0: and i mean we're we're both sap so how do sap play with telcos what's the, the story there how do we help them with their transport transformation for example
1: maybe before before i go into the SAP, there are a couple of, um, let's say, technologies that they will play definitely the essential role for the next steps uh, uh, for telcos. So wh- one is definitely artificial intelligence, machine learning. This is one part that will play essential role. Uh, the second the second technology, it's um, Internet of Things. This is, uh, I mean, whenever you talk about the, the uh, 5G and the future of telcos, it's very tightly connected with the IoT because Suddenly, we can have a lot of sensors, a lot of SIM cards. Let's imagine a lot of SIM cards per square meter or square kilometer, which is not possible today in the 4G. So IoT, it's important technology. Edge computing, as I mentioned before, computing on the edge of the, of the network. Um, analytics uh, blockchain, conversational, uh, artificial intelligence, um, robotic process automation. Why I'm counting all these technologies? Because they will play essential role in the future of a telcos. And all of those technologies we do cover as SAP. We have them implemented in one or other uh, of a solution. So that's why I think that for SAP, it is essential to play together with the telcos, in some cases to be, let's call it a mediator between the telecommunication and the other industries, because we work also with the ENR, we work with the travel transportation, we work with the public sector. So we have also solutions on the other side. And sometimes, uh, or let's say in many cases, um, telcos are not aware, what is the pain point of uh, a logistic company and logistic company does not know that they can go and search help at telcos so sometimes we should and we will sell through telcos or with telcos to the end industries and there i mean there's a lot of uh, a lot of solutions that we have for that like um asset management uh, we have a billing our brim uh, solution, it's perfect for this. I mean, we have a business technology platform which includes all of these technologies, which I mentioned before AI, machine learning, IoT, and so on. So I'm not afraid that we don't have a offer for the telcos because we have.
0: Cool. Domin, we're coming towards the end of the podcast now. Is there any question that I have not asked you that you wish I had, or is there any topic we've not addressed that you think it's important for people to be aware of?
1: Maybe there's one topic that we didn't even touch, uh, and it's a content as such, and how we connect content with telcos. And telcos are more and more, they want to go into the media segment. They would like to resell content um, uh, and this is something that some of the telcos, they already started with this, but a lot of telcos are not prepared because they do not know exactly how to charge this, how to distribute this I think that this is one big area for telcos uh, where they need to tackle in the future to resell the the, the different uh, movies, The diff- we touched a little bit when we said um, when we talked about the bundles for the business to the customers. And when we talk about these bundles, we call, uh, we talk about the content. We talk about the streaming videos. We talk about the gaming. We talk about the music subscription and this, all of this, this is a content. And then you charge this content uh, differently than you charge, uh, data voice and so on. So this is also one big area for the telcos that they definitely, they need to go. And a lot of them, they already are there.
0: Great, Domin. if people want to know more about yourself or about Telco or any of the things we discussed on the podcast today, where would you have me direct them?
1: So Tom, uh, I'd like to invite everyone to the uh, sap.com page. Um, there is uh, industry and under this industry, you can find uh, telecommunication and you will find all the portfolio from SAP, uh, white paper for the telecommunication. So all the documents and uh, pretty much all the content that we discussed about. And they can also contact me directly over my email.
0: Super. We'll put the link to that industry's page in the notes of the podcast so people can find it. Um, Daman, that's been great. Thanks a million for coming on the podcast today.
1: Thank you very much, Tom, for inviting me.
0: Thank you for listening to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast. If you want to explore our industry portfolio to find the solutions you need to run your business better, faster and simpler, please visit us at sap.com slash industries.